0: The Gemara tells us that Rav Amir and Rav Asi were building a chuppah for their friend, Rav Laza, who was getting married that day. Rav Laza said, I'm a chassan, let me go learn Torah now, and I'll come back with what I learned. So he came back with the following. He says, if a person makes a mistake in middle of Kriya Shema, let's say he misses a word, he must go and repeat the entire Shema. Let's say a person says, Uvisharecha, and he's not sure where he's holding. Is he holding at the end of the first parasha that has Uvisharecha? Or perhaps he's holding at the end of the second parasha. He must go to the first parasha. According to Rashi, the following Allah applies to the third parasha. In other words, the third parasha a person knows better than the other two parashiyahs. Therefore, if he's concerned that perhaps he missed a word or something in the third parasha, don't be concerned. You know it really well, and you probably said every single word. You don't have to repeat it. Says the Mishnah, if you have a worker who's picking fruit from a tree, or even his boss, and they're on top of a tree, and the time of Kriyashma comes, they're allowed to say Kriyashma on top of a tree, Provided that the first pasuk of Kriyishma they stop working and they concentrate on the first, par- on the first pasuk. According to other Rishonim, they have to concentrate on the entire first parak. But when it comes to Shemun Esrei, they must come off the tree and daven Shemun Esrei where it's sturdy and they're not concerned and they'll be able to have the proper kavanah. If it's a tree that's really sturdy and has a lot of branches, such as an olive tree or a fig tree, they're allowed to stay and remain on top of the tree. The Gemara makes a distinction between a worker who receives a salary for his work and a worker only receives food. One who receives a salary has to be a lot more careful with his time, and how he uses it, and he shouldn't cause a loss to his boss. So therefore, when he daven Shmona Esrei, he should only say the Shmona Esrei, known as Havineinu. It's the shortened Shmona Esrei, where you say the first three brachas, and the last three brachas, and everything in between is shortened to three to four words. Like you see in the picture, this is from a siddur given to servicemen in the English army in 1940 when you say Birkus hamazon, you only say two out of the four Brachas you say the first one completely and the second and third Bracha you combine together the fourth one is only the Rabbanan, you don't have to say when it comes to Birkus HaMaiti since it's only the Rabbanan, they don't even wash and say a Bracha somebody that works for his food should be careful not to be a Chazan because that's a waste of time for the owner and he shouldn't do Birkus Kehanim he shouldn't dochen as we learned in the beginning of the Masechta, Mitzvah, patr min a mitzvah. somebody is Occupied with a mitzvah, he doesn't have to say Kriyashma because it says the Chabib And from we learn that a chassan who's not physically doing a mitzvah but he's preoccupied in his head with the mitzvah of marrying a basula, therefore he is potter from Kriyashma because he has a combination of two things. He's preoccupied and it's a mitzvah. Therefore, a person who's preoccupied but not in a mitzvah, for instance, if his ship is sinking and he's very occupied with that but it's not a mitzvah, he's chayiv in Kriyashma. Because he's obligated to take that preoccupation out of his head. If, for instance, he's in Avel, he lost a loved one, and he's preoccupied, that's also not a mitzvah, and he's chayiv in all the mitzvahs. A person who marries an almana, he's not preoccupied. Yes, it's a mitzvah, but he's not preoccupied, and therefore he's chayev in Kriyashma. The Gemara tells us that the Gamaliel himself, when he got married, he did say Kriyashma, because he knew about himself, that he could be Machavan. and the Gemara says that anybody who's Mukzuk, that has a chazaka, that he's a chacham, and he could be mechaven. During kriyashma, he's allowed to say kriyashma. But anybody that's not muhzuk according to Ramliel, that's considered gaiva. He has haughtiness. He says, oh, I could be mechaven. And chacham say that he could say kriyashma regardless. an oval who just lost a loved one, is Aser to bathe Unless he's what we call an istinus, somebody who's spoiled he likes to take care of himself, and he's not bathing for enjoyment, but rather he can't live without it. And that is in a time that the Iser of Rachitza of bathing oneself, is the Rabbana. Because the first day, there's is the Iser der But the first night, according to some, and after the first night, according to everybody, then it's only Iser der Rabbanon, and Rabbanon wore a when it came to the Nisthenes. If a person loses a slave... We don't stand in in, a, in the rows that we stand in front of Havelim and say Hamakim Yenachim. We don't say Hamakim Yenachim and we don't make the bracha of Rechava which is by the suda, the first suda of Havra. What do we say to somebody who loses a slave? We say Hamakim Yemalich like we do for any, for any other object that one might lose. There's no hespedin that you give on a slave. According to Rabbi Yaisi, if the evet, the slave, was a kosher, he was a Tamil Chacham, then you could say, wow, what a great person he was, and he was trustworthy, and he, and he was Nehena, he worked hard, and that's how he earned a living. Chacham disagree, and they say, if that's what you say about a slave, what is left to say about any kosher Jew? And therefore, you don't say any hesped on a slave. You don't call a slave, mister, or abba, or ima, which was in those days a, a way to call somebody in a nice way, unless this slave is a chash a slave and then you could give him that kind of surname. We only have three avais, Avram Yitzchuk Yaakov, we have four emais. and we don't have any more. In other words, you can't call one of the shvatim Ruvain one of our avais because the chashivas is up to three avais and four imais. Whoever is careful with kriyashma and Shmonei Esrei says the Gemara he'll have Oyla and Oyla Abba. and now the Gemara brings many different tefillos that the Amirayim and the Tanayim would say after Shmonei Esrei in order to make the Shemon Esrei their own, and with time permitting we'll go through most of them. Rabbi Lazar would say the following: Hashem Kenu that we should have a hava for Shalim, In other words, we should have peace and harmony, Achtos and we should have many Talmidim, and that the future should show a lot of hope, and we should have Gan Eden, and we should have the Yetzir Toiv, and we should wake up in the morning, and find that we have YerushaMayim, and we should find all our needs. Rabbi Yochanan used to say, Yerotam vanach Hashem Kenu, peek at our shame, and see how hard we have it in our life, and you should use Rachamim, and Oiz, and Chasidus, and you should give us graciousness, and you should use good and in, in a secha. Rav Zera would say, Yerotza Mofanecha Hashem L'keinu. Sh'le nechta ve nevoish, we shouldn't sin, we shouldn't be shameful. Rav would say, Yerotza Mofanecha, sh'te teroscha um monoseinu. Our occupation should be toira. And we shouldn't have pain in our heart. And we shouldn't have dim eyes. And Rab would say, the famous davening that we say, Yerotza Mofanecha Hashem L'keinu, sh'titin l'ano chayim arukim. Uh, long life, chaim shol shalom shol tovah shol bracha shol pernasu chilutzat samois chaim sheish bim yeruschet we should have bushu chlima we should have wealth we should have a havas toira and yerushamayim and chaim shtemal elonos kol mishaliz leben ol Rebbe would say he wrote him of anecha shetatilenu me'aziz ponim a lot of people insert that in the davening of me, me'adam Romi me'pegara people shouldn't say terrible rumors about us we shouldn't have bad friends and bad neighbors. Whether it's a guy or not a guy, even though Rebbe had guards, he would still say all these tefillos. And tomorrow, Mir Hashem will continue with the rest of the tefillos. Have a wonderful day.